Hey, I'm Zanzi and welcome to Farmer's Inside Track, episode 154. I'm your host, Dawn Umdu. Now, doing good is built into Kula's business model. As one of Umzanzi's new tech players, their mission is to close the gap between farmers, suppliers and markets. In this edition, we catch up with Caridas Tinsolo, the co-founder and CEO of Kula. Caridas, our Farmers Inside Track podcast listeners are familiar with what you do. We featured you before. But just as a start, more about yourself as an introduction, where did it all start for you in Agritech? Thank you for having me again. I'm the CEO and one of the co-founders of Kula, which is an exciting agri-tech startup. It's a long story. I never know where to start it. But can you still <laughs> call yourself a startup? I mean, you've done so much. No, we still are. It's still quite a journey. I think there's a few more milestones that we want to hit before we can, to take business, even stop calling themselves startups. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I do think that you guys are a real game changer in the industry. I can definitely say that. You spoke earlier in your presentation about being more direct, more transparent, more exclusive and giving farmers more options. Talk us through that. I think the industry is going through a change. I think even in the talk that I was having, just likening agriculture to what happened in the music industry. If you look at the way we listen to music has changed. You know, the vinyl in its time was the coolest, most high-tech thing. You know, then the cassette was the coolest, most high-tech thing. I was part of that generation. (laughs) (laughs) Then you had the CD and the USB and almost every generation can pick where they are in sort of the music chain. And I think agriculture is in its own journey of transformation. And I think particularly with trying to make the industry a lot more inclusive, trying to allow new entrants into the industry to, to have clarity in terms of how to grow, where to sell their products, and allowing access across the board. And I think at the moment, the industry is very much siloed. You know, Wendy Listrov always talks about there's two different agricultures in the country that kind of need different methods and different approaches. I think the idea is that technology needs to come in to allow for access. And I think, as I was saying earlier, we need to do what Uber did for the cab industry, where it was a very dull, boring, uninteresting industry. But something really powerful happens when you build a business case, when you allow the kid who's here in Santin sitting in an office and wondering if they should go back home and work on the farmland back home. And if you can give them a very clear business case that if you do this and you start here and you do that and you do that, this is where you're going to get your products. This is where you're going to get the services. This is where you're going to get the technical service. And then this is where you're going to sell. And this is the best thing to plant. If we demystify the industry, we'll find that it's going to help move it to the next level. And I think technology is going to be key for that. I definitely think that you've also placed yourself right in the center of it all. How much does it take for you to kind of do all of the research, understanding what the landscape looks like, but also what the future of it looks like to be able to be a kind of main player in the on our side, it's an interesting story because we don't have an agricultural background. And that maybe is a good thing. It's actually a, a very good thing. Somebody asked me, what made me go into agriculture? I, th- I like problems. I'm a, I'm a problem solver. I think if there's one industry that has a lot of problems, it's agriculture. But problems present, they present opportunity, you know, and I think that's why we've kind of set up Kula. But then agriculture is very unique to other industries. It's very hard to have a one-dimensional approach. That's why we've taken an ecosystem approach because you can try to solve for one thing, but then logistics will trip you up. You can't just tell a farmer how to plant, but not tell them where they're going to sell. You know, you're almost setting them up for failure. And you can't just tell people to go into agriculture and build these commercial farms if you're not talking about financing. You know, all these big commercial farms have had financing at some point. You know, where do you get your financing? Where do you get your market? And how do you grow the best product available? And this is what actually inspired us to start the Inputs app because we realized that 
when we started telling farmers you need global gap to trade on our fresh produce marketplace they said what the heck is that what is that animal what does it eat there's a lot of mystery in SA agriculture there's a lot of silos and i think we're trying to demystify and we've taken a holistic approach to say we're not just going to say buy your fertilizer and your seeds and then leave you there you need to sell that somewhere you know um and loop back you need to have some sort of financing as well and that's why we've set up the cooler ecosystem and i think you've been very strategic in the people that you're choosing to work with in that way what was the thinking around that because it's such a an integrated industry you need to be very smart about how you enter it you need to leverage relationships farmers don't trust easily yeah. <laughs> because you know they get screwed over so often so we had to be smart in terms of what partners we got on board we brought in aci which is one of the biggest input suppliers and through them it's helped our distribution network in a big way because we can now deliver inputs anywhere in the country it's also helped a lot from a technical service perspective we have 190 technical experts that are available on our app and through them you know they have the international licenses on the on the agri- agrochemical side we got about 150 suppliers in one shot so they were quite a really strategic partnership for us to to get in and once you have one key player in the industry trusting you it's easier to get the second player it's like you know building a business the first one is the hardest but the second one and the third and the fourth it kind of gets easier over time we also work very closely with absa they kind of keep partner they are the biggest agri bank on the continent i think they've got the biggest agri books having absa having aci that's also allowed other partners to trust us and now we work with buyers even funding institutions your land banks and your sab foundations and so forth but for the industry to move forward it's going to take a collaborative approach and at kula we are not farmers we are not funders we are not buyers we're very proud we say that with our chest but we are tech people which means we listen we listen a lot to what pains people are, are having and we find ways to solve those issues from a technological perspective and because we are not farmers it means we need to partner with others to make things happen farmers in attract and food from zanzi aci plantals we've worked with them amazing people they've also yeah. been featured on this podcast So I think it's really great that you're working with them as well. Who's next on your list? From a partner's perspective, yeah. the big thing for us now is scaling. I think we have we have a lot of partnerships. I don't think we we have so many partners. <laughs> I don't think we have anybody major next. I think the one segment we've added recently is animal health. So we're very crop heavy, but we've added on MSD, we're adding on feed tech and a couple of others. And I think because of the work that we're doing, you know, everybody in the industry has been open and willing to work with us and It's also because we focus so much on our skill set. We focus on the tech and we listen and we interpret what the issues are and we try to build solutions for that. So the big thing for us now we're working towards a series A investment round which is going to happen probably at the end of next year. That's the big big milestone that the whole team is kind of pushing towards at the moment. We want to take the solution outside of South Africa. South Africa is exciting, but in the global scheme of agriculture we're actually quite small. So we excited, you know, to look at markets in Africa. Uh, even markets outside Africa you know South America has a lot of similarities to what we have in South Africa tell me do you ever take a moment to tap yourself on the back to say well done Caritas <laughs> this is actually you <laughs> no, it's too soon somebody once said entrepreneurship is like jumping off a cliff and you build a plane on the way down we're still assembling this plane it's finding some balance but it's still heading down you know so if you pat yourself on the back you're going to hit the ground very quickly <laughs> so until the plane finds stability then we can at a later stage pat ourselves on the back but for now we're still going down and we're assembling this plane while falling from a cliff talk to us about your team as we wrap up just more about the dynamics and how it works and maybe just some things that you want to share with them and our listeners awesome we've got an incredible team actually half of our team is developers 
We've got around 10 devs on the team at the moment, based all over the country. I think someone's in Canada, someone's in Swaziland, and some of them are even outside the country. Um, those are the people that you often don't see, but they do the magic. I don't code, I'm just the sales guy. So incredible team on that front. You've got an incredible team on the ground as well. Except Dineo, DK, somebody says, where's Dineo today? She's <laughs> wherever, some weird town in the country. Also, we've got an incredible executive team, Alistair Smith, who was uh, the head of procurement for the Spa Group, has joined us. Ayanda as well, who's our COO, and Matt, who's our CPO, and Jackson, who's our CTO. Team of about 25 or so. It's an incredible team, very young team, and we're all just passionate about solving you know, problems in agriculture. And what I like the most about what we do is that doing good is built into our business model. So we don't do well unless our farmers do well. So seeing a farmer who was struggling to sell or getting a raw deal with a buyer, you give them access to a proper buyer with the proper market. You know, all of a sudden, they've doubled their revenue. They're employing more people. They're less stressed. So doing good is built into the fiber of our business. And that's the one thing that we love the most. And that's why we wake up every morning. Thank you so much, Caritas, for joining me on Farmers Inside Track. It's been great to chat to you finally <laughs> face-to-face. <laughs> so thank you so much and everything of the best with Kula. Yeah, good to see you face-to-face. Feels like we've been in the metaverse the last two years. <laughs> we have. <laughs> we met them in person. <laughs> Thanks again, Caritas. It was so awesome to connect with you. From Edo Numdu and our producer Megan van der Vent and the rest of the Food from Zanzi team, have an absolutely amazing week. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food from Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.